Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Today, a few things. We're going to start off with our condition at birth. Our condition at birth. Let's look, look, look at Romans. Turn to Romans chapter 3. Let's go there. And uh, let's start in verse 20. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now, that is the word of God. So I don't want us to think that we were born saints. You know, Uh, because of Adam's sin, we were not, of course, born saints. Saints, we're all in Adam's the first Adam within him, his image. So we're all born in sin, and we have to know that that our condition at birth, what he says, verse twenty-four, being justified as a gift by his grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. 25. Whom God displayed publicly as a perpetuation in his blood. Perpetuation is is a total payment. And it's a satisfactory payment. It's what God required in so, perpetuation is that the price, price has been paid by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of goats and rams and all those things that was in the Old Testament that there was just types and shadows. It can't take away sin, but the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin. Through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in the forbearance of God, he passed over the sins previously committed. 24. For the demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It's excluded. No boasting whatsoever because we are saved by grace through faith. Now, so our condition, we know our condition. And that's very important because there are people who are who are watching the service. There are people who are going to watch the service. There are people who will be listening to the service. Uh, there are people who are not yet born again, and they need to know their condition because they don't need to be thinking, like I thought that we were, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I don't murder anybody. I don't, I don't uh, steal big things. 
maybe a pencil or pen or something. You know, when you go by the uh, bank or something, they have something you use in this. So it's nice and you just keep it. Uh, you know, all these things I have done, and, but, but I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not like everybody else. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. I was not okay. No one is okay. You see? So that's our condition. Let's go to the next one. Our choice. Our choice. Now, in, in Matthew, let's go there. Matthew chapter uh, 20. Let's go to Matthew chapter 20. Uh, let's look at verse 27. Verse 27 and 28. Now, this, this is when they were doing this thing of, hey, can my two sons do this or that? Uh, and, and who's the greatest in this and that and this and that? And in 27 it says, and whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slaves. And that doesn't go over very well uh, in the world system. You know, it doesn't go over very well. Because th- those who are above us, who are our bosses and things, they're going to lower it over us, you see. But it says that, you know, we, we're not supposed to be like that. It's the kingdom doesn't operate like that. 28 says, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And that is very important because we have a choice. Jesus Christ, he's paid for our sins. He's paid for the sins of the whole world. He said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever believeth in him. So we're going to have to believe in him. Okay? Believe in him. So we have a choice. You see? But he's already paid the ransom and, and you probably heard about uh, different things and I think it happened probably uh, I, I don't know whether it was last year or year before last uh, we were in North Carolina and we saw these people at the, at the service station and we wanted to get some gas and it was lined up all all there all down the street and I said what in the world is going over going on in Chapel Hill North Carolina and we found out that said that you know somebody had uh, tapped into uh, the the supply of the oil to get for 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 that area, and they they said that the only way you're gonna have oil is that you're gonna pay us x amount of money. If you pay us the x amount of money, we'll release the oil. You know? And it, it, people have done that with with people also. They're gonna hold a person ransom for money, and if you pay the money then they'll let the person go free. And so Jesus has paid the ransom because it said, and to give his life a ransom for many. So he's paid the price. So why in the world would I want to not choose what has already been paid for? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. 
Let's go to Romans chapter 10. And I'm sure you know that uh, without even going to it, but uh, we're going to go to that. Anyway, Romans chapter 10. And uh, uh, you've, uh, verses 9 and 10, we'll, 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 we'll start there. And it says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. Whose righteousness is it? Is it ours? No, it's Jesus Christ. He's the righteous one. And with the mouth, he confesses, resulting in salvation. Now, you, you, I've, heard, I've heard so many people say, you know, I, I led this person to the Lord. I led him, into, I led him through the salvation plan. You know? I said, oh, you did. I said, that's really good. It's really good. Um, and... You watch the result of that, and one person I'm thinking about that I was told they gave their life to Christ, and it's about 10 years later, they're still the same as they were 10 years before that and 10 years after that. And so, so when it says that, that if you confess with your mouth, it, we, have to, we have to know that if there are other scriptures in the Bible. Like a scripture that says that God wants us to uh, go make converts of all nations or make disciples of all nations. Make disciples of all nations. See, so it's important to explain to people. It's important to help people uh, through the process so they understand what they were doing because I had no clue what I was doing. And so, therefore, my life didn't change. And so, um, somebody said, well, you can lose your salvation. Well, I tell you, when, when God tells us that, that um, uh, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then, and, and, and metamorphosis, you know, when you think about a transformation, and, of course, we, you know, we, we know that, the the, uh, the best example I, I know of it is is you got a caterpillar, and then you have the results of it after metamorphosis is to have a what do they call them butterflies okay now tell me tell me please tell me because I probably don't know a lot but can you take this butterfly and then make him go right back and be a caterpillar. You can't. He can't lose that nice little fluffy and flying and pretty colors. He can't lose that and be back to crawling and, and he can't do that. Oh. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, so so you know, when I when I when I read the scripture, see, when the scripture tells me that that he can keep me, and he will keep me. And we 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 we've read the scripture, and we've been through the scripture. And I told you, don't 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 get hung up on Jesus's part, what God's part is, 
Because God said, whoever's called can be just fine. He takes it right on down. So, so we know that if you're born again, you are born again. Simple as that. Simple as that. You know? And, and uh, I, t- I told a person, I said, well, look, let me tell you something. My child, and I got three of them, they will always be our children. Always. There's nothing they can do to change it. Nothing. They can't, they, they can't you know, uh, get mad at me. They can't leave home. They can't do all those things they, they, they can do. Uh, say mean things about They can do whatever they want to. They are our children. They're our children. You see? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Without a doubt. So I'm going to tell you that when you're God's child, you are God's child. He's not going to get rid of you. He's not going to get rid of you. He loves you. He loves you. You see? And, and so I say, let's help people to understand that, that when you give your life to Christ, it's not just saying some words. It's not going to uh, God's insurance company and get some fire insurance, you know, so you won't get burned, you know, later on in Judgment Day. No, I don't want fire insurance. I want a relationship. That's what I want, a relationship. And I know that God wants a relationship, and I know that that when I give my life to Christ, I want a Savior, yes, but I also want a Lord. I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior, both. You can't separate them and say, well, you know what? I want Jesus to be my Savior. I've given my life to Christ. See, I give my life to Christ. He's my Savior. Is he your Lord? Wait a minute. What do you mean Lord? You know? Wait, what, what, Jesus is, he's the, he's the boss. He's the big boss. He's, I mean, he, he, is, he is it. He is, you do what he says when he says it. How he says it. You know, he's Lord of all. You see? He's Lord of all. And so, you are his body, and therefore, you can't separate those two. And so, when you say, I want to give my life to Christ, you want to, you want, yes, you want to give your life to Christ, meaning you don't have a life. Again, you're going to take his life, because we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You see? Even though we are here. You see? Uh, so, so, I know that sometimes people say things and they believe things and God says he wants fruit and he wants our fruit to abound and he wants our fruit to last. You see? And we don't need to uh, have fruit to get saved, but there are, there's fruit that we're supposed to be doing works that, that from the foundation of the world. He's, he, he has works for us to do after we get saved. You see? After we get saved. 
when you get on a team, you don't now don't want to do anything and show up for game time. No, there's some work to be done. We got to learn some plays. We got to we got to get our body in shape. We got to put on a uniform. You know, we got to do a lot of things when you're part of a team. So, so I'm telling you that when we choose, make a choice that I want Jesus, then you want everything that comes with Him. Everything that comes with Him. His Lordship. His love. His forgiveness. You want everything that comes with Him. Let's go hit another thing. When we uh, make a choice to not get saved, make a choice that I'm not ready. Well, there are things that go along with, conditions that go along with that choice. Because if you don't make it until, until you, you do choose, if you should die before then, that's, it's over. It's over. It's, it's over. And so today is the day of salvation. Today. Yeah. We don't want to wait till tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. And there are things that go along, conditions that go along with the choice we make to make him Lord and Savior of our lives. And uh, let's look at that in Second Peter. Let's go there, Second Peter chapter 1. Um, we've, we've been there before. Let's hit that in verses 3 and 4. It says, Seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. When, when, when I read that, I said, Woo-hee! That, I mean, he has granted, by his divine power, by his divine power now, okay? It, because that's what it says. By his divine power, he has granted us everything pertaining to life, eternal life, and godliness. How to live a godly life. Through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellency. Verse 4. For by these he has granted to us his Precious and magnificent. There's two words now. What, what is it? Precious and magnificent promises. What is a promise? Well, you know, everybody who's born, who, 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 who's married made a promise, didn't you? Made a promise. Okay. It, he says that, he says here, promises, precious Magnificent promises, so that by these now magnificent and precious promises, by these now, it says, so that by them you may become partakers of his divine nature. Oh, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We have escaped it now, escaped it when we have given our life to Jesus Christ. That we know that the corruption is there. So the world is not one of these places that, 
oh, the world is so nice. Woo-hoo, yeah, it's corrupt. And it says that we have escaped the corruption that is in it through by lust. He's given us precious promises. I want to be partake of his divine nature. I want to be like Jesus. And the Holy Spirit, he's given to us to help conform us to the image of Jesus Christ. So, so God wants us to be just like him. That's what he wants. And see, that comes with giving our lives to Jesus Christ and making him Lord of our lives. Those, 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 those are four things there now. I have three more, and we'll be, you know, ready to close this thing out. Five. We need to yield to three words. Let's look at these three words. These three words are in are found in Luke chapter four. Let, let, let's go there. Luke chapter four. And um, let's see what what is, what is Luke is talking about. Because Luke is pretty cool. Luke chapter 4. Let's start in verse four, four, uh, 14 through 16. I had uh, so much planned for you today. And... I told, I was talking to one of the people on the praise team. I said, you know, uh, we want to sing this song. And, uh, and, I, and I tell you, we want to sing this song. But I, I, I don't want you all to get upset with me. We don't sing it, though. And, and, and they said something was very interesting and very funny to me. And you know what they said? I'm not going to tell you who it was. Then. But they said, they said, hey, this is not our first rodeo. We know what you, we know how you how you operate, you know. We we know you have a, you have a desire to do this thing, uh, but you want to be led by the spirit. We want you to be led by the spirit. So you just you just go with the flow of the spirit. We're okay. We've been we've been to this rodeo before. I said okay, all right. I, I, I thought that was very very funny, you know, because uh, you know, sometimes. You don't expect some people to say something that, you know, you hear people say, hey, this is not my first rodeo, you know. And, and then they say, you say, oh, my goodness gracious. They heard that too, you know. Uh, and when I first heard it, I didn't know what, a, what a, I said, they, they've, they've been to a rodeo before, you know. So, uh, see, I'm not, I'm not hip on things like that, you know. But, but regardless, uh, we're gonna we're gonna sing this song, and as I'm teaching on this fifth step right here, fifth thing here, uh, what I want you to do is the worship team to come up, okay? Because I told God, man, if they've been through this rodeo before, man, they we got to change this rodeo here. We got we got to change this rodeo here. I, I got to know something. I got to know something before I open my mouth, you know. So, uh, now, worship team, once you come up now, if I don't get to you, it's okay, right? There you go, okay. 
This is not your first rodeo. That's right. Okay. All right. We're going to do this thing. Now, so these three words we need, it says in verse 14, Luke 4, verse 14, And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power. That's the first word. Power. I, I, I want you to kind of get this word here because God wants us to understand there is power in you. There's power in you. See, because it says he returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. Do we have the Holy Spirit in us? When we give our life to Jesus Christ, God gives us the Spirit also. So the Spirit of God is in us, and the Spirit of God, he's the third person of the Trinity, and he has power, dunamis. He is nothing that he can't do, nothing. And so when, when, when Jesus returned in the power, we want to go in the power of the Holy Spirit. Everywhere we go, whether we go to work, whether we go to jogging, whether we go walking, whether we go swimming, wherever we go, we want to go in the power of the Holy Spirit because God wants to use you to help other people. And it takes power. It takes power. That's why we had you all praying for the service because we said invite people, invite your relatives, your neighbors, and your, you know, your grown children and everybody, uh, because you invite them before, but they didn't come. But if we pray, we'll ask them God, by his power, cause change. Cause change. And so it takes power to cause some change. You see? And we just can't talk words. You see, we, we, we need some power. And you see, you say, well, he says we need to pray for people. We do need to pray for people, but you need some power. You see, and the power is not in, you know, in just my words because I learned the scripture that said that, that you know, he took my infirmities. He bore my diseases. So, therefore, whoever I pray for, they're going to be healed. You see, I need power flowing from me. I need the Holy Spirit to be touching somebody. If the Spirit of God says, pray for this one, pray, pray for this one, then it's going to be him doing something. Not me doing something. It's going to be him doing something. You see, Jesus did nothing except what he, he, he saw the, the, you know, his father. Everything he saw his father did, he wanted to do, right? He said, greater works than, than, than these will you do. Uh, didn't he say that? And you say, well, you know, I don't pay no attention to that because it doesn't happen. Yes, it does happen. It does happen because the Word says so. Well, we need the power, you know, working through it, see? Okay, that's one of the words there. And next word in verse 14, verse 15, it says, And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. Now, I just want to take that word praise, and we know that they were, they were praising Jesus because he, he was eloquent and, and, and saying all these things they haven't heard before and stuff like that. Uh, but, but 
I want to take that word and say, we need to have some gratitude. We need to have some thanksgiving. We need to praise God for what he has done. Because he has done great things in our lives. And we can, we can stand here and then we can just start going around enumerating all the great things that he has done. Just you being here is a great thing that he has done. Because there are some people who did not make it in Lynchburg today because they died. And you say, well, there's nobody died in Lynchburg yesterday. Well, you ought to go to the funeral home then. That's where you need to go. And, and, and see the people who died. You know? There are people who didn't make it. We need to be grateful. Grateful that you can walk. Grateful that you can talk. Grateful that you can see. Grateful that you can eat. Grateful that all that stuff works right in you, right? Because if it doesn't work right, then that's not good. Is that right? That's not good if things not working right, you see? So we need to praise him, praise him, praise him, and praise him because he is worthy. When he gives his life, and we're talking about God Almighty now. Come on, come on we're not talking about, we're not talking about uh, somebody who, who, you know, they, they love their child and everything like that. And so... Uh, they took the bullet for him. Uh, no, no, we're talking about God Almighty. He died for all of us, and all of us were sinners. Yes. See, because, see, if we might die for our child or somebody because we love them. Yes. You see? They're ours. You know? But see, we didn't love Jesus. We didn't love him. We were sinners. Yet he died for us. Right? He died for us. Oh, my goodness gracious. Grateful, grateful. Gratitude. The third, that's a, that's a, that's a, the third word is in 16. Is a, and, and he came to Nazareth when he had been brought up, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom. So that word custom. I said, that's a, that's a, that's a. That's an interesting word, custom. We can have bad customs. We can have any kind of customs. I mean, where I'm from, I mean, we, we, I've eaten chitlins before. And I know some of y'all don't know what chitlins are. You don't need to know. Okay, so, uh, but see, we had a custom. Eat everything on the hog, everything except the, what they say, the onk, right? Everything except the onk. You don't eat onk, but you, you eat everything else you can eat. Because we are poor, see, uh, so, but see, this is talking about different As his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and, and we sometimes ignore what God has said and think we are not in sin. Now, because I said, God, I want to be like you. I want to have some custom that I keep keep up with and keep doing because you're going to always, Jesus didn't sin. Is that right? Didn't sin. And so he says that forsake not the what? Assembling of yourselves together as some do. Is that right? Now if he says forsake not, this is Jesus talking, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as some now, he wants us to assemble it together, doesn't he? Yes, he does. 
Now, he also says, you know, you need to obey those who are over you and things like that. And so that's why when the 11, 11 Sundays, we didn't meet at all about two years ago because they said you couldn't meet in church, you know, because, you know, you can't, can't, can't have more than X number of people. And so, so you know, so we, uh, as elders, we said we're going close, to uh, close up shop and just trust God. And, but now, see, that if they would have been telling us something that was, that was ungodly, you know, hey, you can go to ABC store, you can go to food store, you can go anywhere you want to, just you can't go to church. Then that would have been a whole different story, see. That would been a whole different story, see. Okay? Okay? So if, 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 if now, if, if I'm saying that, you know, you know I had, you, you know, I was in the hospital for, for about a, uh, over a month. I was in the hospital a whole month straight. And, and um, I couldn't come to church. And I could say, well, my church is on TV. And I did look at the TV, you know, things like that. But that wasn't my church. That was just a church service. That's fine. But my church body that God put me in was here. Y'all were meeting, and I was in the hospital. And, and so I was glad when they said, you can go into the house of the Lord now. I was glad. I'm glad I could walk. I'm glad I had sense enough to be able to get here because I had brain surgery. I didn't know whether I was going to get my memory back or anything. So, therefore, uh, I said, well, you know, I'm glad. I, I don't care how I am. Just let me get to my body because we are part of one another. We need one another. You see what I'm saying? We need one another. And sure, we have differences. You can look at us and tell we have differences. You know? Can't you? Okay. Then, then, see, therefore, it's okay to have differences. We can be in unity and still, uh, can't we? Because if you couldn't, your body, you'd be, you'd be in terrible shape. Wouldn't you? Because our body is so different, isn't it? Your body is so different. How many? How many arms do you have? You, somebody said five. You don't have no five arms. Okay, you got, you got two, you got two of this, you got, you got all these different parts. All of them have different functions, but all of them work together and all of them work in unity. And when they're working in unity, all is good, isn't it? Okay? Well, we can be all different. We can have different personalities. We have different body shapes and all those things, but when we work together, we are in unity. Right? We're in unity. Okay. Now, the last thing I want to cover is that we need we need cleansing. We need cleansing. The body of Christ, as the body of Christ, we need cleansing. Because we are we're in a world every day and sometimes we get those stains on us. Those stains on us. And I was reading in the scripture where uh, the God was talking to the prophet and telling Judah and 
some of the things that it was how had missed some things. And God is so good. And I mean from Genesis to Revelation, God is so good. He is so forgiven. He is forgiving. He is so forgiven. I said, God, help us. Help us because from Genesis to Revelation, as long as man existed, man sinned. But you are so forgiven. You, you, you just make always, you make a way to bring man back to you. You send the prophet, you, 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 you just try all you can do to let them know that you are loved. And I want you to know today God loves all of us. And when I say we need cleansing, of course we need cleansing. We need spiritual cleansing. And obviously if we need uh, physical cleansing, we need some spiritual cleansing. Because we get dirty. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 1. Let's look there for you, what he was telling. Telling no. 1 through 20. We will end on that. He says, Come now. Come now. And let us reason together, says the Lord. Now, can you believe God is saying that? That He's, he, he's saying, come, come now. Come. Let's reason together. He, he's trying to. He's trying to. Let us know, hey, I want you to understand that I love you, so c- come let us reason together. I don't want you to stay in the state that you are. I want you to, I want you to reason with you. He says, though your sins are as scarlet, and scarlet is, is what color? Red. You know, has a little tint of this or that, but it's red. They will be as white as snow. This is what he's saying. This is what he's saying to, to his people. He's saying, and let's reason together here. Though your sins are as scarlet, he said, they will be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. Then he gives them a little condition. He says, if you consent and obey. Is that so hard to just consent and obey? That's what he's saying. So, you know, I started with our condition. God said, hey, it, it doesn't matter about what your condition was yesterday, what your condition was when you came here, what your condition was before you heard the message. I don't care about that. What I want you to do is reason that, look, I want you to consent and obey because I want you to eat the best of the land. The best. He said, I have the best for you. I have nothing for you but, but all these precious and magnificent promises. I got it for you. Will you please Let's reason together, and whatever it takes, know 
that I'll do it. I don't care if it's red, I'll make it white as snow. Just consent and obey. He said, but, but, but if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. Truly, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So he starts with, let's reason together. He said, I've spoken. I got nothing but good stuff for you. Nothing but good stuff for you. So that's why I said that you can take this message from YouTube, from Facebook, from you know, the um, website, and, and you can share it with uh, maybe somebody who didn't come that you know, you know that God is trying to reason with them, and he's saying that, hey, I don't care if your sins are, are just like uh, uh, crimson. I don't care if it's just like scarlet. I want you to just consent and obey because I got the best for you. I got the best for you. That's what he's saying. And I said, God, then help. Help all of us, Lord. Help all of us. Because, because I know that, uh, and you know, your condition. And God is saying that I don't care what your condition is, you have not arrived. If we read the scripture now. Am, 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 am I correct now? Unless, unless you're different from everybody except Jesus, you live a perf- you've been living a perfect life, you've never sinned, you're born saved, you're saved now, you've never made a mistake, unless you're like that, then, and if, uh, is anybody like that so we can uh, cast the devil dev out? Anybody like that? Okay. Nobody's like that, okay. Okay, nobody like that, okay. So everybody's like, you know, like he says, uh, we all need uh, to... Uh, be more conformed to his image. Don't we? We need to be more conformed to his image. We need to spiritually, we need to uh, say, God, help me to uh, uh, be, be, you know, walk a little bit closer with you because I don't want to be the same yesterday I was today. And, and yes, I'm saved, but yes, I'm, I haven't arrived at the place. I'm still making some of the same mistakes that I've made. You know, there are people in bondage. Do you know that? There are people in bondage to a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be uh, drugs or anything like that. It can, it can be the sweets. It can be it can be overeating. It can be a lot of different things. It can be the way we talk, the way we respond to our mate. It can be the way we respond to our children. It can be a lot of different uh, things we're in bondage to. But God doesn't want us in bondage to anything because He set us free. He set us free. So, so. I said, God, I don't want to uh, uh, be in bondage to nothing, nothing. Uh, help me, Lord, to be freer today than I was yesterday. Help me, Lord, those things that, that I know I should be uh, doing a little bit uh, better than I'm doing. Uh, a little bit better, just a little bit better, a little bit better, and oh, a lot better. You're right. Come on. A lot better. A lot better than Because I don't know about you, but there are people in bondage to, to being late. Come on. Uh-oh, there, there you go. I done touched something. I done touched something. You done got upset with me. You done got upset with me. But 
I am. I am. I am. You know, uh, Minerva told me this morning. She said, she said, hey, look. she said, you know what? She said, because um, uh, I told her, I said, hey, baby, we need to we need to leave about twenty minutes up. Uh, twenty minutes up. I was still in my in, in my office. I said, I said, okay, that's good. Oh, I got to do that. And 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 then I got my coat. She said, what are you doing? She said, why are you why are you doing that? I don't know, it's just a habit, you know. I want to pick up this and dust this off. I want to do that. Uh, she said, come on, you know. What's wrong with you? You know, you tell me one thing and then you do another. Do you understand that that is not good? It's not good. And I know I'm the only one there. I know I'm the only one, but it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, if nobody else needs some cleansing, Willie Taylor needs some cleansing. Okay? Willie Taylor needs some cleansing from some things, some things that, that I've been trying to overcome. I haven't overcome yet. I'm a little bit better at it. And sometimes I get, I get really good, really good, uh, you know, a couple of days in a row. And then all of a sudden I done jump back over here. So um, I want to be better. I want to be better. So... Uh, and of course, if you have unsaved loved one, you can tell them and, and, and those things like that. But I'm telling you, we need cleansing. We need cleansing. So I want to close in prayer uh, for whatever you have a need for. I don't care what, what you have a need for. Uh, uh, we're going to pray. Okay? I've told you just a few things. But I told you everything. You know, uh, we'll still be here tomorrow. So uh, I'll just tell you a few things. And and I need prayer. And so is it anybody else need prayer? Just kind of say, hey, I need prayer. Tomorrow. Okay, there's two of us. Thank you so much, Ed. Praise God. There's two of us in here need prayer. Y'all, y'all point your hand. You know, just, just lift hands up and point to Ed and me, and the rest of y'all okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father. Uh, Father, help us to be more like you. Father, help us, Lord. If there's anybody that's in the hearing of my voice, whether, wherever they are in, in the world, because um, the Internet is not, uh, you know, it's not bound to Lynchburg, uh, we say, Father, save them, Lord. If anybody that, that's born again, but they know they are not walking according to what you have said. They don't have the custom. They're not, they, they, they have forsaken the similar themselves together. They don't do it. They just say, I'm going to stay home. I'll look at it on TV. I'll stay home and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to catch the game. I'll do these things, but I'm, I'm not going to that church. I don't want to go. Father, help us, oh God. Help us, Lord, with our loved ones. Help us, Lord with our relatives. Help us with our neighbors, Lord. Help us, Father, with ourselves, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be more like you. That's what we want. Free us, Lord. Free us, as you have already said in your word. Jesus Christ gave his life for us to break bondages. We don't have to be in bondage to sin. We don't have to be in in slavery to any kind of habits. 
we can be free. Because whom the Son is set free is free indeed. We want to be free, Lord. We want to be free from everything. And if anybody is, is hooked on into drugs or anything like that, uh, Father, it's freedom for them, Lord. Freedom for them in Jesus Christ. You have paid the price for everything. You paid it all with your blood, Lord. With your blood. So we say thank you, Lord, for what you've done. And we give you the praise and we give you the glory for this resurrection day. Because, Father, we say you are risen. Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. And if he is risen, then we're going to rise and be with him. We are. He's the first fruit. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.